Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, book lovers. Want to hear a story? Welcome back to Storytime with M. This is a mini episode from M's Books and Cats podcast, and I am sharing my dystopian fitness nightmare, Super Gym, a chapter or sometimes two a week. And this week is chapter six. Enjoy. Just a quick trigger warning there is violence and eating disorders and some harsh language. Maggie woke with a screaming headache. Her face was gritty with a fine crust of salt. Every muscle ached. She sat up slowly and took in the room. The last thing she remembered was Thor's killer workout, but this wasn't the first time she'd woken up in a different place. It wasn't her apartment, but it could have been. Most of the apartments in Famicelia were renovated when Benjamin Pratt took over. The walls were painted a stark white. The appliances were all shiny, polished steel. The curve of the refrigerator was designed to reflect in a way that made the person look as fat as possible. It was meant to prevent overeating, and it worked surprisingly well. Maggie only ate food that came in boxes and cans. She tried to avoid the refrigerator, but Monica made it almost impossible. That was why she was there. She would hold Maggie in front of the fridge. For such a tall, willowy creature, Monica was surprisingly strong. She listed Maggie's flaws, and the cold steel magnified them. Maggie tried to struggle out of her iron grip, but Monica was relentless. Those nights always ended in tears, and Maggie hated crying. Mr. Pratt chose Monica to be Maggie's roommate. She was in training to join the food labs, and she was a loyal member of the super gym. She followed Mr. Pratt's rules, and she didn't hesitate to report Maggie's transgressions. She cooked meals that were both healthy and foul. Maggie gagged as she was forced to eat them, but she ate every bite. She had tried to refuse once before. Monica strapped her to the bed and forced the food down her throat. Nutrition was very important to Monica. There wasn't a lot of food involved in her newest plan. Maggie tried to follow the rules. She ate everything on her diet. It smelled swampy and made her feel woozy and ravenous. It was just enough food to ignite her metabolism, and she was always painfully hungry. The first month was a success. She dropped weight quickly. It was easy. Her body was devouring itself. It hurt. The worst of it happened at night when nagging hunger pains kept her awake and breakfast was far away. Thoughts of food would consume her. She couldn't sleep, and she began walking at night. It was the first rule she broke. She left the apartment after curfew and walked the empty streets. She saw a few goons, but they were easily avoided. Very few clients dared to break Mr. Pratt's rules, and the body-breaking workouts ensured they would all sleep deeply at night. The goons weren't looking for rule-breakers. They had grown lazy after years of compliance. She slipped by unseen. She could control her hunger pains as long as she kept moving. If she stopped walking, they came back stronger than ever. The pain was nauseating. Maggie wasn't sure how long she could keep it up. 
After four nights of constant movement, she'd met Finn. He was older than her. At least, she thought he was. It was hard to tell through the fleshy folds around his face. His body was soft and round. He reminded Maggie of the man, the one she had dismembered. Finn's skin was pale to the point of being translucent, and his face was covered in white blonde stubble. His head was hairless and gleamed. She had almost screamed when he stepped out of the shadows. He was used to this response, and his pudgy hand clamped down over her mouth with surprising speed. I'm a friend, he whispered. His breath smelled faintly of chocolate. Follow me. She followed. She hadn't smelled chocolate in years. He led her through a bewildering maze of alleys and tunnels that ended outside an old apartment building on the southern side of the city. The buildings were crumbling and broken. Some of the first uprisings occurred in that part of Famicili. The buildings were abandoned when Mr. Pratt bombed that faction out of existence. Finn slipped through a large hole in the wall of one decrepit building. She heard his labored steps climbing the ancient, rusting stairs. Maggie stared at the building. She couldn't move. She stood frozen in the street. One step inside would change everything. And she was afraid. She poked her head through the opening. It was dark, but the moon shone through the jagged holes that covered the walls. To her right, the light glittered on the surface of an inky black pool. The smell was overwhelming. Better come up. It can be a little hard to breathe down there. He was watching her from a rickety spiral staircase. He pressed his massive gut against the crumbling metal railing. Maggie heard the metal creak and bits of rust flaked away. He lumbered up the final steps and out of view. Something skittered through the shadows. There was a muffled plop, and the black pool released two slow ripples. The moonlight danced. Maggie ran for the stairs and carefully picked her way around the holes that grew bigger with each step. At the top of the stairs was a large open room. It was too dark to see, and she felt her way along the gritty wall. Her hurried footsteps echoed. Something brushed against her leg, and she screamed. A square of yellow light appeared. Finn stepped into the doorway, and his bulk blocked most of it. No talking in the cupboard. What? He silenced her with a wave of his hand. Get in here, girl. She followed him into a dimly lit room. Small clusters of people were gathered in the flickering shadows. Their bodies were different shapes and sizes, but they all wore the same vacant expression of bliss on their crumb-covered faces. Drool and a dark liquid that looked like ink ran down their chins. They lay perfectly still. Their wide eyes stared out at something Maggie couldn't see. The room was filled with the soft, labored breathing of the grotesquely large bodies littering the floor. Maggie stared in amazement. One man was big. Bigger than big. He was a mountain of flesh. He looked like... the man. One of the first Health at Any Size members. Back before Benjamin Pratt had complete control. When people could still choose to be a monster. She shuddered at the sight of the man's ample flesh and hurried after Finn. 
He was slipping through a door she hadn't noticed before. It was hidden in the shadows. The pile of bodies was thicker near the door. She had to step over several of them to reach the doorway. Their eyes remained wide and unblinking. They stared right through her. The door was warped and rotting. It didn't fit the frame. She gave it a gentle push. It stuck for a moment and then opened with a loud creak. Finn was seated on a cushion near a gaping hole in the wall. Its fabric was worn to a spotty pale green and coated in a fine layer of mold and rat droppings. A worn black backpack sat by his feet. He didn't look at her. Maggie waited. A long moment passed. Finally, Finn turned to her. Here, he said as he handed her the dusty bag. My gift to you. It was filled with treats. Junkies. The clear plastic wrappers crinkled, and she started salivating. Junkies were a popular brand of snack foods when Maggie was a kid. Her father loved them and would sneak them into her lunch. The sweet treats had been a special secret between them. Her mother would have been furious if she'd known. She didn't approve of sweets, not even fruit. Benjamin Pratt banned junkies. It was the first law he passed after he was elected. The super gyms followed immediately. He was improving the health of the city, and everyone loved him. Things had escalated from there. The junkies were divine. She was hooked with the very first bite. The taste of the chocolate was luxurious, and for a moment, she stopped breathing. Blood surged in her veins. Her heart raced. Everything was in perfect focus. She took a deep breath and let it out. She shouldered the bag and turned to go. First time's free. Finn's voice was icy. Maggie turned back to him swiftly and found his face transformed. The soft jolliness was gone. His eyes were small and black. After this one, you pay. He didn't say anything more, and Maggie left in a hurry. That was the beginning of it. And that is the end of Chapter 6, Book Lovers. I hope you're enjoying Super Gym. Make sure to come back next week for a new chapter. And until next time, keep reading.